0: love is at the, at the heart of today's story about Mary and Elizabeth. We should be clear that these two are cousins. Uh, one is older than the other. One has been childless uh, for a long time and uh, had always hoped to bear a child and had given up hope. And um, suddenly uh, she is found with child and uh, Of course, there's much more to that story that you can read, Uh, and I invite you to uh, this week. uh, Would be a perfect time to do that. And the other one, a teenager, uh, visiting, uh, going off and visiting her cousin, her older cousin, uh, probably for support, that would be my guess. Uh, Both have learned that the other is pregnant. uh, and, and there's uh, perhaps some doubt about the second one. Uh, how in the world did she get pregnant? Uh, because she's only a teenager. And yet when they meet each other, there is great love exchanged between the two. Two unusual situations in the lives of two normal people, regular people. People God chose to use to bring the Savior into the world. When they see each other and Mary speaks, Elizabeth's baby, according to Luke, leaps in her womb, an apparent sign that the baby is responding to Mary's presence, but more specifically to the baby growing within Mary. The two women nearly dance for joy seeing each other, And Elizabeth declares Mary blessed. Blessed among women for the fruit of her womb. Love fills the air. It's a wonderful reunion. And let's also be clear that the Bible affirms three different kinds of love. Filial or sisterly brotherly love. Erotic or physical love and agape, or self-giving love. Agape is the purest and highest form of love, the kind of love that is self-emptying, that Jesus will have for enemies and friends alike, the kind of love that moves someone to offer his life for another. It is this agape love that we're considering today, the love that came down at Christmas and that moves the loved to follow in kind. One of my favorite ways to describe this uh, agape is through the following story. A boy had misbehaved and he needed to be punished. And his parents knew this and they needed to establish boundaries for the boy so that he understood not everything was okay. So they decided they would send him to the attic where it was cold. And they gave him a pillow and a blanket, and they told him to make his bed there for the night, and they left. About a half hour later, the boy was still not asleep. The attic door opened, and in walked his father and mother, each holding a blanket and pillow. Dad said, son, what you did was wrong and deserves punishment so that you learn a lesson. But mom and I love you so much that we will serve that punishment with you. And there all three of them lay the rest of the night. Of course, the metaphor falls apart a bit because Jesus gave his entire life for us. Um, And and, uh, there are limits to every metaphor, but you get the drift. Agape is sacrificial love. Mary sings... And this song has become stylized over the ages. You'll hear uh, Dave singing a version of it, a beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, uh, uh, contemporary uh, version of it in a moment. My soul magnifies the Lord. God has loved me so much, Mary says, that He gave me a mission like, unlike anyone else's in the world bearing his Son to be the Savior of the world. And this song has been sung at Vesper's services over the centuries. Mary is filled with God's love and shows it. Her song in Latin, the Magnificat, has been a song of the church, a way to express praise and gratitude for God having enough confidence in us to send us to represent Him to a hurting world. The question is, is it even possible for you and me to sing Mary's song? Uh, Eugene Peterson's translation is, I'm bursting with God news. Are we bursting with God news? I'm dancing the song of my Savior God. God took one good look at me, and look what happened. I'm the most fortunate woman on earth. Often our song is quite the opposite, isn't it? It may be more along the lines of, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Which someone shared with me this week is where they are. If you're bursting with anything, it might be frustration. Uh, Too many bills, too little money. Spouse not paying attention to you. Children out of control. The spot you were told not to worry about turns into something more too many problems not enough solutions help me God I'm drowning in bad stuff is there anything good yes a savior comes well I've heard that story before but he means business show me well he's coming to your aid but you're not perceiving his presence the problem is For whatever reason, there's a blockage. Your antenna aren't quite adjusted. There's interference, there's static. Reboot if you have to, but reconnect the Wi-Fi so that the Savior can get in. Facebook messaging, phoning, talking, go someplace quiet so that you can hear Him, where you can attend to your friend and Savior. I know these places are at a premium. You can find one. There's nothing worse than trying to talk with someone who's distracted and not paying attention to you. What must Jesus feel like when he's trying to give us a message and we we can't quite focus on him? Jesus is standing right beside you. In fact, you have just received him into yourself through the sacrament. Hush the static and attend to him, for he comes bearing gifts, gifts of hope and courage, gifts of joy and love, much needed by any who are poor in spirit. Jesus the Savior rescues from the dark night of the soul and commissions you and me to rescue others to be his presence among the despairing, to bear him as Mary did to a hurting world. N.T. Wright asks, what would make you celebrate wildly? Wildly. What would make you celebrate wildly? I haven't done that in a long time. The only thing that made me do that was the end of final exams. I'm telling you, that was the best time of my life. Yeah. Yeah you're free, you got nothing to worry about, and somebody's going to cook for you and maybe even do your laundry. I don't know. <laughs> Best time of my life. Would it be news to celebrate wildly that someone close to you who's been sick was getting better? Would it be that all your money worries, your business worries, had been sorted out and you could relax Would it be the phone call to say that you've been appointed to the job you've always longed for? You might dance round and round with a friend, as Mary did with her cousin. Underneath it all, Wright says, is a celebration of God. God has taken the initiative. God the Lord, the Savior, The powerful one, the holy one, the one who is on our side, the merciful one, the faithful one. God is the ultimate reason to celebrate. People, look east to the God who gives us a Savior. Love the Lord is on the way.